Support is from TBN. Weaving its way through the heart of the Holy Land is a well-worn path that once felt the footsteps of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, King David, and Jesus. Host David Friedman and Mike Pompeo take a sacred journey of hope along Route 60, the biblical highway. Experience the land of the Bible as you've never seen it. In theaters September 18th and 19th, Route 60, the biblical highway. Information at Route60.movie. That's Route60.movie. This is Arlene and Jamie. And you're listening to our friend, the real Kathy Lee. Did y'all know she loves Kiwi? You're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. All right, so here we are. We are at the THSC conference in the Woodlands, and I am pretty fortunate to have these two ladies with me. We met a few years ago at a conference, and they really have kind of taken care of us here in Texas. They travel with us. You might have met them in the booth. I'm talking about Jamie and Arlene. Arlene is from Austin. Jamie is from Fort Worth. Both have been homeschooling for almost a bazillion years combined. So Jamie and Arlene are actually in the hotel room with me. We're sitting on a bed having some dessert. (laughs) Here we are. Oh my goodness. It might what get up, wild. Peeps? It's a little bit late. We're a little bit tired, but we felt like recording a podcast. We've been talking about, um, you know, what do we wish we had known when we started so many years ago? And we thought, goodness, if we are thinking this, maybe you're thinking this. So we're going to share some thoughts with you. So first, Jamie, tell us how you even started homeschooling. Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> I did not even think that I was going to get married and have kids. I had a great job, and um, I got to travel. Working for the PGA, I might say. All golf fans. Fancy pants. I know. Doesn't that sound fancy? Going to Europe. (laughs) Traveling. And then she was a homeschool mom. And then I was a homeschool mom. I got pregnant, and I met my husband, and got pregnant, and um, decided that I really did not want to send my kids off and have them go learn from somebody else. So we started homeschooling and we did exactly what our friend did <laughs> and did the same curriculum and did the exact same schedule because I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. And how long ago was that? Uh, we are starting our 11th year. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Arlene, what about you? What got you into this homeschooling gig? I had just quit working in the corporate world and was a new stay-at-home mom. And my husband wanted to put our child in private school. And I said, well, for $10,000 a year, I could do it. And he looked at me and he said, great, you do it. <laughs> Deal. Deer in, deer in the headlights. I was like, oh, no, I didn't really mean it. No, 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 no. I'm not patient enough. I'm not kind enough. I'm not sweet enough. No, no, no. He said, you'll do fine. And that's what started it. Wow. And for me, it was... Uh, situation I had met some of my younger siblings they had some good friends who homeschooled and I would go visit them and I just loved their lifestyle I mean the dad worked Mm. at home 
they could all go places together. I got to hear these kids have conversations with adults so comfortably. I just love the lifestyle and I love the opportunity these kids had to just learn the way they wanted, learn about what they wanted. So I thought that was cool. So I thought, you know what, I want to do this when I have kids. So even before I was married, in fact, it was kind of an interview question to my husband. Are you willing to homeschool our children? Because I really was called to two things, adoption and homeschooling, and was fortunate that he agreed to both. So that's how I got into it. So we just finished having a time with Sarah McKenzie here. She did a little encouragement by chocolate. <clears throat> Yes, some chocolate. Desserts. Desserts. There were many desserts. We might have gotten some more. If It's a good thing we don't have video. We'll Hashtag creme brulee. Hey, hey, hey. Don't tell all of our secrets right here. <laughs> some things should be a mystery. Um, so anyway, we heard Sarah talk, and one of the things Sarah said originally was that when she started homeschooling, she had this vision of sitting on her hearth and her children scattered about and you know, she would be reading aloud Robinson Crusoe or something, and it was going to be this, you know, powerful moment and day and life. Sound. Yes, it, it did. The way she even described it, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. I mean, here we are, Little House on the Prairie, <laughs> 2017. Um, but no, I know for most of us, we just giggle now that we've been doing it for a while. But did you have expectations and visions? of what your homeschooling experience would be like. Arlene, you go. Share kind of how you saw your world once okay. you entered it. Well, last I left you, I my husband said, do it. And <laughs> I said, okay. And I didn't know anybody that homeschooled. Um, I walked into a convention hall packed with people. I didn't know a soul. I was overwhelmed by all the booths and all the outfits and the buns. And just like flabbergasted and just intimidated. So I didn't really have anything to follow. I didn't have a grand idea until a couple years later. Okay, that makes total sense. Yeah, I think it's interesting how many people walk into conventions everywhere. I mean, every convention I see that first time parent, I mean, they do have a look and it's like, help me, help me. And I often just look at them and I want to physically turn their little booties around and say, go out the door. Like this sweet couple that was here in Texas and they had these two twins and like, and we're just here and we don't know what to do. And what I wanted to say was go outside. There's a Chick-fil-A nearby. Pick up some Chick-fil-A and go to the park. Start there and come back, you know, next year. Uh, I do think it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I it's think just conferences are, oh my goodness. And then depending on who you hear speak, it can only be compounded when you hear them and you're like, what, their kid is playing the violin at three and speaking French at four? And what, they're leading their own worship band by six and they have, <laughs> and you're like, oh, and oh, and wow, they can draw the whole USF, USA map and oh, and maybe even they know all the continents because they learned that song in Latin. Oh, Latin, what is Latin? And Greek. Yeah. And, and Hebrew. And then you're like, Oh, oh, public school yellow bus chasing you down. What about you, Jamie? What um, kind of had a, what was your vision? Well, <laughs> I am definitely type A, and I, having worked in the corporate world, I was a scheduler, and I had, it was part of my job to actually move people along and have them be certain places at certain times. And so that I just felt like, you know, I'm going to just bring that mentality into my homeschool. And um, 
it was going to be perfect, and we were going to start at a certain time, and we were going to end at a certain time, and we were going to get everything done because oh, we were so homeschoolers, good. and we were going to be done by so noon, loving. and it was just yes. going to be absolutely, you know, this fairy tale, and, you know, we were going to be dressed and have this <laughs> lovely smile on our face when you my love husband it when got your home. friend laughs like that, right? Because that's yeah. the aspiration. We just want to be dressed. Dressed. Yes, dressed. we have achieved. And actually, that is the goal now. It's like, okay, guys, come on. It's 445. Right. Daddy's going to be home. Out of our yoga dressed. pants. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, we quickly learned that that was just not in any way, shape, or form realistic at all. Yeah, and I think for me, I really, because being a child development specialist and, and really that play mindset, I just thought we'd have centers all day and we'd do unit Aww. studies and I would just have, you know, nature baskets everywhere. My children would just come in. Sensory bins. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, yes. I did have a lot of that in the early years and that part was pretty easy for me, but it was once they got into elementary schools where I began to struggle. Okay, how do I carry that playfulness on? And I really had to work then to let go of some of my expectations and then to realize that it was okay. It was funny. I was the opposite. I didn't want to do the worksheets. I had to force myself to go buy, you know, curriculum with workbooks and things like that once they got, you know, into older elementary. So it is interesting how we all have our expectations, but I just didn't bake and bread and just because that was so big when I started, you know, a real homeschooler, like you sat and had devotion for four hours and then you made your bread, and then you listened to classical music as they ate their homemade bread with your jam that you grew the berries outside yourself and the goat milk that you got from your best friend because you lived in a neighborhood and couldn't have your own goats. You know, that's kind of the world I felt I would have, and didn't quite work. How's that goat milk? I mean, it's good if you get it fresh and from someone else, but um, <laughs> I had it in a while. I've gone on the coconut milk. <laughs> a lot easier to get so oh my this is only gonna get worse people don't go away stay with us we're gonna say something I, I made the mistake of almost reading too much oh like yeah. doing too much research because I didn't have anybody to follow so I found myself devouring these books on how to do it and buying those books about managing your time and managing your home. Oh, my gosh. And right. I'm one of those people, you know, checklist, checklist, yeah, give me, give me a checklist. Get and then, it done. I don't yep. know if it's coming from the corporate world where you're used to getting yeah. stuff done and you're used to, you know, this little guy is not following my lead and I need him <laughs> to, to listen to the classical music. We're listening to Mozart and you are going to learn Latin and I'm going to wrap you up like a mummy. You're going to be well-rounded. <laughs> Dad, come it. Well, my, the first person I heard was Sally Clarkson, who's all feel good and lovey, right? So that met me right where I was, and she envisioned, I mean, she shared her real stories, not her vision. She actually did it, it sounds like. She had um, a tea table set up in her bedroom where children would come in and have tea with her, like one-on-one. -on -one. I have a friend that does that, and I'm like, And oh I'm like, gosh. I'm going to do that. We're going to have a tea table. Mm, I, we don't have a tea table. We've never had tea. No, we've had tea. We had a lot of tea <laughs> yeah, At a table. <laughs> at a table. But it was not lovely. With, and I would put flowers on it. I mean, I attempted. But then quickly you have to realize, you know what? You're not Sally Clarkson. You're not whoever your person is, Sarah McKenzie, whoever you've read about. Because I think mm -hmm. what we do is we yes. read these books or these blogs or listen to these podcasts. And we're like, I want to be her. Yes. I doubt anyone says I want to be Kathy Lee. But <laughs> <laughs> I think usually people go, thank goodness I'm not Kathy Lee. My, God, I'm really pretty good compared to her. And that's good too. I serve a purpose then. 
So, um, let's talk about, if you could go back that 17 years, 11 years, and tell that mama who's got these young babies, and you could give her advice about this homeschooling adventure she's about to go on, and it really is a journey and adventure. What are some things you would tell her, Arlene? Go. Okay, I totally would tell, and I tell new moms that come to the booth, hang in there. Okay. You know, surround yourself with a community. That's part of why I love the Homegrown Preschooler online Facebook group. And I tell everybody, like, not only is it awesome because we all have the same curriculum, but we can encourage each other. And that's huge in the beginning when you're just trying to get dressed and these, you know, lofty ideas of sitting around the hearth and listening to classic, classical music isn't going to quite come to fruition. But maybe, you know, blowing bubbles, that's good enough. Yes. And be kind to yourself. Oh, yeah. Be kind to yourself and really self-care. Mm. Self-care so that you can but take first, care of your kids. Be the priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's so funny. I remember when I started preaching that, someone said to me, wait a minute, are you teaching moms to be selfish? And I said, no, 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 no. I'm teaching moms to follow the rule in the airplane, to put the oxygen Oxygen mask on themselves first. And that's a huge difference. It's nothing to do with selfishness. Uh, Hello, we're homeschooling. We've already said we're not selfish. (laughs) So I think we're pretty clear on that. But we are being wise. What a great example for your kids. Absolutely. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, how can you love your neighbor unless you love yourself? Well, and don't we want our children to love themselves? We always talk about raising these children who are confident and believe in themselves. Well, but they see this mom who's going, 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 going and never says no to anything. anything, And doesn't burn out. Right. Doesn't nurture herself. Yeah. Doesn't take care of herself. And and it's so sad because I think it's so common in the homeschool community. Oh, yes. I think so many moms... We, it's funny, I think you have, usually, if we're going to stereotype a, type a homeschool mom, she's a pretty rocking mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, She is sure. strong, mm-hmm. she is determined. Multitasking. Many, yeah, type A, a lot have come yeah. from the corporate world that because they believe they can take on this big deal of homeschooling. And then, little by little, they start dying to themselves. Those yeah, things that themselves. made them so strong start disappearing. And 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road, they're, they've turned into these weak women. I hate to be so blunt, yeah. but and they're just consumed with children. <laughs> Definitely children of everything, though. And they can't even make a decision, and they're exhausted, and they're angry. And, and I think if mm-hmm. we could just say, wait a minute, when you start, put time in your schedule for yourself and whatever that is if you're a tennis player like I gave up tennis for 10 years and I love tennis like I think I should be at Wimbledon playing (laughs) probably will never get there but I still wish I could but I stopped okay now I'll settle for playing on T2 or Alta in Atlanta (laughs) but I love tennis but I gave it up because it couldn't fit in the schedule I Mm, It couldn't fit in, or you didn't fit it in. Exactly. I didn't fit it in. I didn't fit it in. Yeah, because you have to make it a priority to take care of yourself, whether it's waking up first thing in the morning and reading the Word and, you know, having that time. And then throughout the day, too, I love to Zumba. You I do love, love to, to go Zumba. to the gym. Love I would love, love to, to be on we Dancing with Zumba. the Stars. Oh, oh, yes. A little pachango. <laughs> a little merengue. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time I do wish we had video. Yeah. Because I'm thinking watching her do the some visual right now would yeah. be perfect. And we'll just call it self-care. <laughs> well, and the it self-care is. is, you know, you going back to the, showing them the example, you know, 
your kids don't understand how important that is no. when they're little because they're going, 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 and they've got boundless amounts of energy, and they don't have that concept. But if you don't plant the seed, then they're when they get to whether they homeschool or not, whether they get older and they decide they're going to homeschool or they have kids and they've got to be on a schedule, they they're going to be in a world of hurt. Yeah, and we're here to help them not make the same mistakes that we've made. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're going to make their own mistakes, sure. right? I mean, they are. Absolutely, yeah. But, um, but if we could just keep them from doing some of ours, that'd be it. All right, All right, Jamie, what are some things that you'd go back and tell yourself? I would go back and tell myself to chill out because... Yeah. Um, kids are not PGA golfers. I, <laughs> my, I would, yeah, I wouldn't worry about what everybody else was doing. Oh, I wouldn't... Yes. Preach it. Compare myself to. Those are my two. I was gonna say. It's, oh, yes. I'm so sorry. No, I love it. I've got more. That's awesome. I yes. I just because like my first year, I was clueless, and I had friends that homeschooled, but I didn't know there wasn't a conference near me. Yeah. I didn't know curriculums. I yeah. I, to this day, I've homeschooled eleven years, and people are like, "Oh, what style do you follow?" And I'm like, "I don't know." They're like, are the you James classical? Style. And I'm like, um, eclectic. That's maybe. what I always say. Yeah. And they're like, well, what do you follow, Charlotte Mason? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> I know she's a person and you. she's got a great. She's not alive. She does, but I, I don't know. I've never, you know, I. She's not going to speak next year. I mean, if, we're gonna, if we're going to confess, I've never read The Well Trained Mind. <gasps> and I, <laughs> That's like sacrilegious if you're a homeschool mom. That's but I Bible. It's a good thing and this is not Leslie Richards' <laughs> podcast. That you was my Bible. Off. It's a good thing, Jane. Yeah, so I just um, I just would enjoy the journey. And I tell, you know, I certainly don't know it all, but a lot of new moms, you know, that come in with the deer and headlight look, whether it's a mom's night out in our local group or in the booth for, for homegrown preschooler is, you know, they're like, okay, tell me what, tell me what you got. And I just first tell them to take a deep breath. Yeah. And honestly, I I am not I I don't sugarcoat it. It is the most difficult, hard, sometimes painful journey that you'll ever be on. But it's the most worthwhile thing to be able to see the light bulb go off in your child's oh, eyes. Beautiful. When they correlate. Michelangelo that they've learned in their spelling program is the same mm. Michelangelo that we talked about in art. And for yes. them to say, oh my gosh, I knew I, if I sent them to school, I wouldn't get that. Yeah. I wouldn't get their best. I would yes. get their tiredness and their unfocusedness yeah. and their meltdown And times. they would get that of you too, And probably. they would get that of me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I love that. just chill out and relax. Yeah, I love that. And the other thing I would add is just follow your gut. Yeah. I think you mentioned that in the don't compare, but I was guilty. Like I had a friend who was great at Charlotte Mason. She would, you know, tell me these things and I'd be like my tongues hanging out wagging, but how to do that, how to do that. And I would just like lust after what she was saying and then I'd try and copy it. When really I couldn't. It wasn't who I was. And then somebody else would share theirs and I'm like, oh, I wanna do that. I wanna do that. So I would like go all over the place and I could not pick a curriculum. I would go into one of the conferences and I would stand in the booth and I would be the person to go that is the best thing I've ever heard. I am in. And I'd go around the corner to the next booth. That is the best thing I've ever heard. They'd be polar opposite curriculums. I'm like but, finding Dory when it comes to curriculums. <laughs> I, am, I am not even joking. You know, some people will ask me. Elmo? 
you know, in speaking. And yeah, I mean, they'll ask and they'll be like, what is your favorite science curriculum? And I'm like, well, I own this and I own that and I own this and I own that. And I've used them all. Yeah. I don't really do a formal science. I just pull from, oh, you want to learn about starfish? Okay, let's go find starfish. And I probably could save a whole lot of money if I just said, you know what? Let's go research this a little bit. Yeah. Not so much that it consumes me because being type A, I will do that. I will yeah. research for months and then I get burnt out because yes. I've researched it so much. So yeah. it's definitely a You are not learning about starfish. Learning. I've already studied it and dadgum, we're done. <laughs> I know everything I need right. to know about starfish. And when I'm ready, I will tell you. But right now I'm tired of it. Go. Put on classical music now. And go read by the And listen place. about Michelangelo. <laughs> and draw a picture. <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this one up. And um, what is one thing? Those young mamas, come on, let's help them. Let's give them our combined lots of years of wisdom. What would you tell them if there's anything else Jen already said? Just be yourself. I love that. And just yeah. create your own homeschool. And yep. just... Have fun and enjoy your kids because they have the rest of their lives to be adults. Yeah. Perfect. Be, be the mom and the teacher that each child needs. needs. Yes. Not the person that you want to be, the yeah. person they need. Yep. Yeah, and I think, too, just be willing to say I'm sorry and be like Anna Grand Gables. Look at tomorrow fresh with no mistakes mm. because we, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. This is why therapists will always have a job. Because in some form or fashion, you're going to mess them up. Yep. So just embrace it. Yep. Take a deep breath and know that <laughs> they love you. You love them. Willing to acknowledge when you've messed up. Willing to ask for forgiveness. And you're right. Look, be, don't be afraid to learn alongside. Yeah, a mom absolutely. asked me the other day. She's like, well, what do you do if you don't know it? I'm like, learn you together. Learn it them. And it's exciting. I said, to be honest, my Henry is about well, maybe 14 not math, times smarter else. than me, mm-hmm. and yeah. it is okay. He teaches me stuff, yeah. and I'm okay being the student sometimes. It's actually pretty cool. So be willing to learn, and don't try and plan out the next 12 years. Mm-mm. Just stay one step ahead. Yes. Because it's going to change. Life changes over 12 yeah. years. So just look at this year. And if you haven't listened to my podcast on Facing the Fall, go listen to that one, because I talk about the steps that I do every year and planning and that's a good podcast for you all right so we're gonna wrap this up we've hit my 20 minute attention span so <laughs> we might record another though depending on Cram how good the dessert is hey <laughs> this is fun it is the real kathy lee goodness goodness <laughs> night You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.